This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'afiruhu. Wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah. Wa man yudlil falahadiya lah. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah. وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافة بشيرا ونذيرا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وكشف الغمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزوغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي فلا أوصيكم نفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين اتقوا والذين هم محسنون My beloved brothers and sisters, I start by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for indeed Allah is worthy of our constant gratitude and praise and I send blessings and salutations upon our beloved Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He created us for the noble purpose of worshipping Him alone, Allah set limits for us and guidelines and rules. And these guidelines and rules and limits that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set for us, this is so, us, so that we can live a life that has meaning, a life whereby everyone prospers. The laws that are in the Quran and in the Sunnah, the commandments and the prohibitions, the do's and don'ts are for our benefit. Because if the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala were to be removed, the laws of the jungle would replace them. We know this because Ja'far ibn Talib, when he was explaining to An-Najashi, why they followed Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and loved him so much? Why they are following al-Islam? He said that they were people that did not know the rights of others. They did not know the rights of Allah. They were oppressing each other. The strong would eat the weak. Until Allah sent us a messenger that taught them what tawheed is, what true justice is, what the rights of others are. This is Islam. And ikhwani wa akhwati fillah, my brothers and sisters, among the greatest things you'll find in the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala constantly warns us about is oppressing one another, committing injustice, dhulm. And if you read the Quran, you will find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaking about dhulm and oppression in different ways. Sometimes Allah is telling us what dhulm is or what the greatest dhulm is. Sometimes Allah is telling us the consequences of the zalimin, where they end up. The beauty of adl and justice, 
how Allah is the most just, how we should be just to each other, to our children, to our parents, to our enemies even. This is a religion of justice and truth. And the word of your Lord has been completed. Sidqan, truthful. Fil akhbar in its statements. Everything you will find in the Quran and the Sunnah is true. It is a certainty. And it is just with regards to its rules, its laws, its commandments. You have to be a just person, ikhwani wa akhwati fillah. So the scholars, when they speak about the concept of dhulm and oppression, the first thing they mention is, you will find in the Quran, Allah always saying, وَمَنْ يَتَعَدَّ حُدُودَ اللَّهِ فَقَدْ ظَلَمَ نَفْسَهِ وَتِلْكَ حُدُودُ اللَّهِ فَلَا تَعْتَدُوهَا These are the limits set by Allah, so do not exceed them, do not overstep them. And whoever oversteps these limits, surely has oppressed himself, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. So there are certain limits that you can't go over. So everything, you should be conducting yourself a certain way, and if you don't, you fall into dhulm. When the scholars of the Lughal Arabiya, they explain the term dhulm, they say it is It is to put something where it doesn't belong. To place something where it doesn't belong. Or to exceed the limit and overstep. How do we overstep with regards to our Creator for committing shirk is the greatest injustice. And this is the first dhulm that is mentioned in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Those who have iman, belief, faith, and do not mix their faith with dhulm, injustice. So you have to have faith, and that faith cannot be mixed with injustice, dhulm. If you do those two things, have faith, and don't have any oppression or injustice in your iman, these people, they will find security and they will be guided, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. If now the, the sahaba were very worried when they heard this ayah because they said, who among us doesn't commit some form of injustice? So does that mean none of us will be guided and none of us will find security? Then the Prophet sallallahu told them, have you not heard Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, Indeed, shirk is the greatest form of injustice. So here, when Allah mentions dhulm and injustice, it means shirk. Those who have faith, and with their faith and their belief, there is no shirk involved. They will be guided and they will have security. Guided in this world to the truth, to the straight path. Guided in the next world to Jannah. Safeguarded in this world from falling off the straight path. Safeguarded from the next world from hellfire. This is what you get when you don't commit injustice with regards to your faith and your belief. Placing everything where it belongs. Your worship belongs to Allah alone. Don't give it to anyone else. If you do, you have committed an injustice. You haven't understood the limits set by Allah. Only worship Allah Almighty. Is that the only injustice and the only dhulm the Quran speaks about? No. The first one was dhulm, the greatest dhulm which is shirk. And then you have al-dhulm nafs committing injustice against yourself. Now some will think, how is that possible? I always have my self-interest. Why would I oppress myself? Commit injustice against myself. Well, Allah says in the Quran, And among them is one that commits injustice against him or herself. 
And how is this, my brothers and sisters? It is through sinning. When you sin, you're only harming yourself. When you don't pray, you're only harming yourself. All of the sins that we do, we are harming ourselves. Who else are you harming when you commit sin? It's yourself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has our best interest. He is the most merciful. He is telling us, don't oppress yourself with sin. And if you do, repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Interestingly enough, the scholars say, this type of oppression, this type of injustice, this type of dhulm is actually the lightest one. Because you are disobeying Allah, but Allah is the most merciful. He told you, if you disobey me, come back to me, ask me forgiveness and I will forgive you. He told us that his name is Al-Ghaffar, the one that forgives all sins. Al-Tawab, the one that often accepts our repentance. So, when you sin, you are committing an injustice against yourself, but Allah Almighty will forgive you as long as you sincerely ask Allah to forgive you. Allahu Akbar. But then you have another form of injustice, ikhwan And that is the one that you commit against others. The one that you commit against others. This one is very dangerous. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not leave this one alone. When you commit injustice against others, remember I said we are meant to follow the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that are meant to protect us. I have no right to commit injustice and oppress my fellow man, my fellow brother, my fellow human being. Even the animals have rights. Didn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punish a woman for oppressing a cat? Not feeding it and not letting it go to fend for itself. You cannot commit injustice and expect to walk away from it. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most just. So ikhwani wa akhwati fillah, it is very important that we understand and be afraid of taking away the rights of others and understand our religion is a religion of rights and responsibilities and obligations. You can't just take from someone else. You can't harm someone else, whether that's verbally, whether you take their rights away. If you're an employer, your employees have a right upon you to give them their wages, like the Prophet said, Give your employee, the one who's working for you, his wages before his sweat's dry. Because that's what he earned, it is his right set by Allah Almighty. Your parents have a right over you. Don't oppress them. Allah mentions them after he mentions his own right. Jalla Jalaluhu. Your fellow man has rights over you. Don't oppress them. Why do you think riba is haram? Because it is an economic injustice. Why do you think stealing is haram? Allah doesn't want us to transgress against each other. And it is in our nature, ikhwani fillah. It is in our nature to want what we don't have, to go and exceed the limits. Why do you think Allah set these limits for us? They're here to protect us. They're here to remind us. Allah set limits because if those limits are not there, surely all of us will be going against each other. You see how the world is right now. This is the beauty of the Quran. Among the ways we oppress one another, ikhwani fillah, is the way we deal with our families. Husbands oppressing their wives or vice versa. Even our own children, whom we say we love, are not safe from injustice. Didn't the Prophet ﷺ command us to be just between the children? Don't give one something and not the other. 
It is haram for you to do that. Your wife has rights over you, given by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you don't give her her rights, and you commit injustice against her, you'll be answering to Allah. Your husband has rights over you. You don't deliver that, you'll be answering to Allah. Our deen is a deen of rights and obligations. It's limits set by Allah. Now, among the ways injustice is committed to children nowadays, they're not given a proper Islamic education or upbringing. Parents are too busy thinking about finances, not giving them their haq in tarbiyah. The homes are sometimes on fire. Arguments and fights that negatively affect the children. And subhanAllah, sometimes homes don't last. Divorce can happen. Even then, when the children are the most in need of their parents, there are certain injustices that happen. You will find mothers not allowing their children to see their father just because that relationship didn't go the way they wanted. No matter what happened, you can't deprive your children from the rights of their parents. Why do you think zina is haram, ikhwani fillah? Zina is haram because it is, of course, a social ill. It is a form that is something heinous and haram, and Allah spoke about it in the Quran. But the scholars mention children born out of wedlock don't have a stable home to grow in. And they have a right to have a home, to know their father. It's their right. Don't deprive that from them before they are born. Don't commit zina. Child is walking around, they don't know their father. This is not how Allah wanted things to be. With regards to the shara'ah. So, if that's the case, we have a responsibility. And I'm talking to the uh, people that were married and perhaps were divorced and they are sharing custody with their children, with their ex. Fear Allah. Your problems shouldn't result in your children being deprived of their parents. Now, of course, there are usually other circumstances involved, but be aware. Be mindful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, when the people of Jannah will speak to the people of hellfire, and hellfire will be filled with the zalimin, the oppressors, whether they were rulers oppressing their subjects, or they were people in power oppressing those they have authority over, or if it was employers oppressing their employees, or it was someone oppressing their family members, or wives and husbands, or whatever the case is, when they are in hellfire. And those who have committed the greatest injustice, which is of course shirk and kufr, Allah tells us about their conversation, and they speak to each other. And the people of Jannah will say, the people of justice will say, the people that didn't exceed the limits will say to them, we have found what Allah has promised us of an eternal bliss and Jannah. Did you find what Allah promised you? Those of you that were committing dhulm and oppression and injustice in all of its forms, did you find what Allah promised you, which is what? الظلم الظلمات يوم القيامة Injustice is among the darknesses of hellfire, uh, of, of the day of judgment. And it will lead to hellfire, ikhwani fillah. May Allah protect us from it. They will say, did you find what Allah has promised you? Qalu na'am. They will say yes. From their pits in hellfire, they will say, yes, we did. 
And then a caller among them will say, Cursed are, the curse of Allah is upon those who commit injustice. I ask Allah to protect us from that. I ask Allah to make us of those that uphold justice in all forms of life. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وبه نستعين على أمور الدنيا والدين والعاقبة المتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين My brothers and sisters our religion is a religion that we must follow we must appreciate we must act upon, and if we do so, then we will stay in the limits that were set by Allah Almighty. Stay within the limits set by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Meaning what? That which Allah has prohibited, don't do. That which Allah has commanded, do so to the best of your ability. Fear Allah wherever you are. Fear Allah wherever you are. And you will have shortcomings. If you do so, ask Allah to forgive you. Ask Allah to forgive your sins. Ikhwani fillai. Ask Allah to forgive all of our sins. And seek the forgiveness of those you have wronged. For you must do so. Seek the forgiveness of those who you have wronged. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness is connected to theirs. And this is very important to remember. Especially those people that you have gossiped. Or spread rumors about. Or stole from. Or harmed. Ask them to forgive you. And make dua for them. And try your best to be among those who are the people of justice, not those who oppress. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive all of our sins. وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم لا تفرق دمعنا هذا إلا بذنب مغفور وسعي مشكور وعمل متقبل المبرور اللهم يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبا على دينك اللهم يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة this recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.